0: Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of Twin, Twin Talk MN. MN. I'm Ryan. And I'm Andrew. And today, we have a little bit of a different episode for you. Today, we won't have a story, but since we haven't made an episode in four long, ruling days, you need your sports news. And there's a lot of news, but I really want to get started quickly but before we do, I have to tell you about this such good podcast about baseball. If you don't get enough baseball on Twitch talk of men, which I'm sure you do, but if you want even more, definitely listen to Destination Baseball. That's D E S T I N A T I O N, baseball, on Anchor or where you find your podcast. It's a great podcast about baseball. I mean, by Caden E, who has great baseball information, and you should definitely listen. Now, today, here's what you can expect. In the NFL, there are some really, really important storylines going into the season, and one player was just cut. Why and where should he go? In the MLB, there was another COVID out, COVID-19 outbreak in a team and even more injuries. And then the NBA, the playoffs are going great. Two teams just got swept. Why and how? And in Other news in the NBA, the lottery happened where they choose which teams will get what draft picks come October. Tim Wolves could get number one or number 14. Let's hope for number one. Ryan, let's get started. In the MLB, another team has an outbreak. Ryan, please tell me it's not the Twins. Well, thanks, Rocky Stars, because it's not the Twins, but it is the New York Mets. The New York Mets said that they have two, at least two positive tests in their organization between players and team personnel, such as staff. Right now, the Mets are really trying to quarantine, and they've not played a game in a couple of days. But this is really hard because the American and National League East have been hit really hard with the pandemic. The, the Miami Marlins had many positive tests. So did the Philadelphia Phillies, and now the New York Mets. So that is just really bad for a lot of teams that play in the American League East or National League East. National League East. But hopefully the Mets will come back soon. Our hearts go out to all the Mets players who tested positive. And all the teams that can't play right now because of those positive tests. But let's hope that ends soon. And right now in the MLB, another big storyline is the New York Yankees. Some of you may know that the Yankees have some of the best players in the league. Mostly because they have the most money. But that's besides the point. They have the best players in the league. And right now, their number two pitcher, James Paxton, just got out for the next week. Right now, one of the top hitters in the league, Aaron Judge, out for the next week. One of the best hitters in the league, John Carlson, out for the next week. Best average hitter in the league, D.J. LeMahieu, out for the next week. And one of the best players up the middle, Gabriel Torres, out for the next week. Andrew, what is going on with the injury? We are also riding a lot more pitchers out are out for them. Tommy Kamley is out for the season. And Zach Finn, also out for a while. And Domingo German, I think, got suspended. Pedro Severino, out for the season. The Yankees cannot stay healthy. Ryan, I think that this is just... Because of the shortened training camp. I think that guys are not ready to play. And I just feel like with why it's always on the Yankees. I'm guessing it's a coincidence. But it could also be maybe they, they don't warm up enough. Maybe guys are showing up late to the ballgames and not stretching out. But in some other terrible injury news in the MLB, another top starter is down. Besides Justin Verlander, it's Stephen Strasburg. He has carpal tunnel syndrome, which for those of you who don't know, is a lot of pain in one of your wrists. And he has elected to get a surgery and will be out for the remainder of the season. Ryan, we have all guessed that this is because of spring training. But have any MLB players showed their guess? <laughs> yes, they have. Yankee star pitcher James Patterson went after. Why there are, are there so many injuries? Said exactly that. Spring training was too short. We didn't have enough time to warm up. We didn't have enough time to really play like it was the season. And because of that, teams are pay- paying the price. Way too many injuries. Also, Yankees pitcher Luis Severino's injured. Pedro Severino, as Andrew said, is a catcher for the Baltimore Orioles and is just fine. So Luis Severino's injured for the Yankees, but he'll be okay soon. And I completely think that there are a lot of injuries in the MLB. Just looking very bad for the major leagues. But kind of a tangent on this that I really want to move to is the NFL. The NFL has decided to have no no pregame games. And they are just going to move right into the season and not have any games before. Yeah, definitely the NFL may not be making the greatest decision, especially for teams that already have injuries like the Eagles, where Miles Sanders, they're starting running back. Boston Scott, their backup running back. Zach Ertz, their starting tenant. Dallas Gathered, their backup tenant, are all questionable for the first game of the season. And we all know about their very injury-prone team with their wide receivers and quarterback Carson Wentz. Vine, the NFL might be having more injuries. Vine, we know that guys could get injured in preseason, but do you think the NFL has to have these games to prevent injuries during the season? Personally, I do. If they're in a bubble, which personally I think they do, Definitely should be, which means that they have everyone 100% quarantined. No main contact with anyone for two weeks to try to eliminate the virus completely and then have people not social distance during the games because that's almost impossible in football. Then I think that would have to be the case. And then for preseason games, I think they should have as many as they can get. But I do think that only every team should have one other team they play. Maybe the Vikings play the Packers six times in the preseason. Now, obviously, all the best players won't be playing. But it's a good thing for the quarterbacks and for some of the running backs to take those big, grueling hits that during the season left to take numerous times that I would never wish on my worst enemy. But apparently those guys like doing it, and I'm not going to stop them for my enjoyment. Yeah, definitely. We really hope that the NFL does not have as many injuries as the MLB, and they continue smoothly. Now, Ryan, again in the NFL, another player disagrees with his team. Hopefully, this is not as bad as the Antonio Brown case, but it could be. Earl Thomas, star safety for the Baltimore Ravens, was just cut by his team after he had many disagreements with his team about many things, and he showed up late to a lot of practices, wasn't trying that hard, so his team cut him. Vine, do you think the Ravens should have done this? And while cutting him, do you think they took a good blow? And also since he is now caught which team you think could try to go after him. Well, right now, I feel like this is a big blow for the Ravens. They already didn't have that many great players who played Earl's position, and now they don't have Earl. Right now, the Ravens do have one of the top defenses in the league, but I think this blow sets them back a little bit. I mean, also with their starting quarterback, Lamar, the myth, legend, Lamar Jackson. He has a small groin injury, and he is questionable for week one, but their coach is saying that he is sure he will be ready, but That is another injury for that team. If those two guys aren't there week one, which Earl definitely won't be and Lamar might be, I think it's going to be pretty hard. and We're definitely going to be at a big uphill climb if they want to win that Super Bowl this year, which I think they might be able to. Yeah, definitely, since he was cut, just one team that I want to point out that he definitely seems interested in and maybe interested in him is the Dallas Cowboys. We all know that. They lost a big part of their defense with Byron Jones moving to Miami in the offseason. So this may be a great pickup Vine, Any other teams immediately come to mind when you think about Earl Thomas? Well, I don't know. But the Seattle Seahawks used to have Earl Thomas, and he was great for them. And Seattle's really building up those safeties and cornerbacks signing Jamal Adams. But I feel like the Vikings might actually want to go after him. I mean, I know he's a veteran, and I know he's a big character who sometimes doesn't work well with a lot of other people. But right now, the Vikings need all hands on deck. Our cornerbacks. Almost every single one of them left. And we did draft some pretty good guys, but sorry. If we're trying to make it to the Super Bowl, we're not starting a rookie cornerback in the Super Bowl. No way. And I feel like Earl Thomas would be great for the Vikings, but I don't know if it works out or we even have close to enough money to sign him. Yeah, now let's move on to The NBA, the playoffs have never looked better. Basketball is so good. Ryan, there have already been two sweeps. The Raptors swept the Nets in four games, not surprising there. And also, the Celtics swept the 76ers. Very surprising. A lot of people thought the 76ers put up more of a fight. Ryan, Stephen A. Smith, ESPN analyst, said that he thinks that if the 76ers got swept after Game 2, they would fire their star coach, Brett Brown. Do you think Smith is right, or do you think this is just another one of his tangents? Personally, I do think it's another one of his tangents, but I do see where it's coming from. Brett Brown has had some of the top players in the league, but is just never able to make it come together. Most teams, I wouldn't say they have amazing chemistry, but guys know who's the scorer, who are the passers, who gets the rebounds, who's the scorer, who brings the ball up, but the 76ers are notorious for having terrible team chemistry. They cannot make it work with some of the top players in the league. And if the players are being really good, yep, player you did your job, but team isn't coming together. Coach, that's your job. And Brett Brown has not been doing his job that well. And personally, if I was the general manager of the 76ers, I wouldn't fire Brett Brown, but I'd put him on probation. Not say that next year we in that this year we know they were starting out with some new guys, and we know that their best player, Ben Simmons, was injured, but next year. You gotta step it up. They need to make a good run at the playoffs. I mean, they had a number one draft pick, selecting Ben Simmons, and they also had a top draft pick taking Joel Embiid. But right now, come on, guys, you gotta get your acts together. Personally, I don't like Brett Brown's coaching, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely not the greatest season for Brett Brown, but there are still a lot of teams who are luckier than the 76ers in both one versus eight seeds. The Lakers came back to win game 2 and 3. Take a 2-1 series lead over the Trailblazers. Same thing with the Bucks, Took game 2 and 3. Take a 2-1 series lead over the Magic. In the other 2-7 versus seven series, the Clippers were up 2 games to 1 against the Mavericks. Looking to ice out game 3. They were up by 1. 2 seconds left in overtime. Maddox had the ball. Pretty obvious they were going to win. Mavericks kind of defeated. Inbound the ball. Luka Doncic gets it, yeah, probably a throwback player, probably almost definitely miss. but he has ice in his veins, he has intensity, he gets the ball, step back, behind the three-point line, puts up a shot, it's a fadeaway jumper, if he makes it, they win, if he misses, they lose, and it's in, they win, they win, they've tied the series at 2-2 against the number two seed, Ryan. The Mavericks and the Clippers have another game tomorrow night. Ryan, do you think the Mavericks could take a 3-2 to two game lead? Or do you think the Clippers are just going to take the next two games? Silence the haters. I think the Clippers will silence the Mavericks. The Clippers have been playing top-notch defense. And I feel like the Mavericks are a little bit getting lucky. Don't get me wrong. Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis for the Mavericks are both very, very skilled players. But Kawhi and Paul George are better than pretty much everyone else in the league. And Luka and Kristaps are no exception. I feel like the Clippers will pounce over the Mavericks in the next game and fairly soon. But I would not be shocked if the Mavericks put up a good fight. The Clippers are a good team, but sometimes they lack a little bit of that star that will get them the points. Yes, Kawhi and Paul George are very good, but this year, both of their games have dropped off a little bit. Neither of them are even close to his dominant as they were last year, and that makes me a little scared. I don't know how much I like that team without Kawhi and Paul George playing like stars. So personally, got to give it to the Clippers, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Mavericks put up a good fight. Yeah, and in some other quick NBA news before we move on in our show to the NBA lottery, the Utah Jazz have been putting up a great fight against the Nuggets. Yes, they took a 3-1 series lead in a great game by Donovan Mitchell. Spider Mitchell has spun his web and the Nuggets cannot escape. In this four game series so far, in two of the four games, he has over 50 points. There is no stopping this Spider Mitchell. Cannot be stopped. He is looking like one of the top players in the game right now. And now, Ron, the NBA lottery. We know the playoffs are going on right now, but the lottery writes the future. Ryan, for the draft, Timberwolves need the number one overall pick, but before we talk about the Timberwolves, let's talk about some teams that were less lucky, the New York Knicks were hoping for a great see, maybe number one, maybe number two, to get their guy, LaMelo Ball, but sadly, they're disappointed again, with the number eight pick, way out of ball's range, I'd say the best player that they, they could get is Isaac Okoro, or Anyaku Okongwu, so, not high hopes for them. But, Vine, in the top four, which were the final teams remaining, we, we have the Bulls, the Hornets, the Warriors, and the Timberwolves. Well, give me a play-by-play of what was going on at that point. Well, it was very close. All four teams really, really wanted that pick. And with the number four not overall pick. Not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves. The Chicago Bulls. Yes, not the Timberwolves. Yes, not the Timberwolves. We are still alive along with the Warriors and the Hornets. Yep, three <sighs> teams left with the number three pick. Not Tim Timberwolves, not Tim' Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves. It is? Please. The Charlotte Hornets. Yes, not the Timberwolves. We are still alive. We have a top two pick along with the Warriors. D'Angelo Vessel, our spokesman, and Stephen Curry, the Warriors spokesman, are both still on the screen. Both hoping for that number one overall pick. Yep, and with the number not the Timberwolves, not the Timberwolves. Please, not two Just one more time. Just, no, no, please. No, please, not the Timberwolves. It is. The Golden State Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, have the number one pick in the Itower draft. I'm so excited. We have the number one overall pick. We can choose whoever we want to in the 2020 NBA draft. No one will write our history but us. I cannot wait for the draft. And we are not going to go... That far into the draft. Because it's still a long ways away. And we definitely want to discuss more. But, fine. what are some of our options going into this draft? I'm so, I'm just so excited. Right now. I oh my god. There are two very good players that the Terminals could get. Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. Small forward. Shooting guard. Amazing three-point shooter. And an even better defender. But, also, there is... Center, James Wiseman, out of Memphis, who I think would be a great fit for the Timberwolves, but he might not be the best player. But LaMelo Ball may be too good to pass up. I'm sure you never heard of him because he was playing overseas in Europe and decided to skip college. But he is really good, and I don't know if we have the guts to pass up on such a talented player. But we'll see what the Timberwolves decide. But with the Warriors, they really won that number one pick. They probably weren't going to use it, but the Warriors really, really wanted to trade the pick. Because right now, the Warriors, you think, wait, didn't the Warriors, like, win the championship two years ago? How were they in line for the number one seed? But I'll tell you how. Injuries. Right now, with their number one player, Stephen Curry, who broke his hand and was out for supposedly three months. And that was about the time the NBA season went on before the coronavirus pandemic. And then the worst, didn't make the bubble, and Curry was not able to play. Also, their star three-point shooter, Clay Thompson, also injured, still from last year. And, again, he was not able to play. And with those two guys injured, it was mostly just a lot of rookies and guys that were washed-up veterans who weren't even really that good. So it looks like, right now, that deal for the Timberwolves... Er, sorry, it looks like right now for the Warriors, that was not going very well for them. But a lot of people think the Knicks might try to trade up. Because the Timberwolves have expressed a lot of interest in either Anthony Edwards or James Wiseman, which leaves my low ball, open at number two. And if the Knicks can trade up to number two, they can get their guy they have been drooling over ever since they saw him that first time. So, I feel like the Warriors may... Really want to do that trade. Yeah, definitely amazing for the Timberwolves, not so great for the Warriors. Now, Ryan, let's move on to how the Twins are doing. The Twins have been looking amazing so far this season. After that skid to open up the season, we have rebounded great, winning a lot of our last games. Ryan, the pitching has been there, the hitting has been there, but... Twins have been stricken with injury. Starting catcher, Mitch Garfer, injured. Starting third baseman, Josh Donaldson, injured. Starting second baseman, Luis Riles, injured. Starting center fielder, Byron Buxton, injured. So much of our starting rotation is injured. Jake Odorizzi is most likely injured. Rich Hill may be injured. Homer Bailey may be out for the season. Right, there are a lot of new faces. Please introduce me to these new Twins. Well, you know them. You love um. Without our catcher, Mitch Garver, we brought up amazing prospect. We brought up an amazing catcher prospect, Ryan Jeffers. Yeah, Ryan Jeffers is an amazing catching prospect for the Minnesota Twins. In his first game, he went two for four. I think he has more hits in that one game than Miguel Sano has this whole season. And I am not lying. Ryan Jeffers has been looking Great for the Minnesota Twins, and I think he will continue to be an um, incredible player for us while we need him. And also, with our starting second baseman, Luis Arias, injured, I feel we needed to sign a second baseman, so we signed Il Demaro Vargas. Never heard of him. <laughs> I'd be shocked if you did. He is from the Arizona Diamondbacks, He was their starting second baseman. He's not an amazing hitter, but in the field, he can do anything you want. Yeah, definitely. In center field, we usually are either starting um, young guys such as Jake Cave or sometimes Ari Andreasa. And in the infield, once Josh Donaldson was out for a while, usually Marlon Gonzalez taking his place at third base. But the Twins are doing great despite all the injuries. Now, let's get to the birthday of the day. Today is a great birthday. Today, the birthday is of Cal... Ripken Jr. or the Iron Man he was a great player but he was known for one thing he has played the most consecutive games in the league he played not a hundred games in a row not two hundred not eight hundred not a thousand not two thousand not twenty five hundred but two thousand six hundred and thirty two games that is not five consecutive seasons not 10, not 15, but over 16 consecutive seasons. Imagine how that backup must feel. Oh, it's okay. He played 10 consecutive seasons. Probably he'll sit out soon. Okay, 15 consecutive seasons. Okay, 16. He's got to sit out soon. And finally, he did. Ripken retired a while ago, so the record is not been broken so far, but it most likely never will be. Cal Vipin Jr., happy birthday and never stop playing baseball. Not for anything. Happy birthday. Now, Ryan, the NBA playoffs will continue tonight with some great games, but one that I want to look at is the Lakers versus the Trailblazers. Ryan, we all know that the Trailblazers took game one, but the Lakers battled back in game two and three. Ryan, think the Portland Trailblazers Portland can um, tie this series at two. What do you think? The Lakers can ice this series with a clean game for a win. Well, personally, I think it'll be a very close game, but I have to go that it will be a very close game between between the Lakers and the Trailblazers. Yeah, it will definitely be a very good matchup, but I've got to give it to the Lakers. Don't get me wrong. The Trailblazers have looked good. But the Lakers have looked a lot better. Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind. LeBron James has been playing pretty well. I mean, he really hasn't been playing that incredibly well. I mean, he's averaging like 20, 30 points a game, which is kind of unlike him. But Anthony Davis has been out of his God mind. He has been getting 30, 40 points every game. And he is incredible. He is so good. I just cannot believe how good Anthony Davis has been. And I just feel like the Lakers will definitely win this game. And for our next podcast, we'll have our friend Yoni Z on, telling us all you need to know about the NFL. I know, the season is only a little bit away, and you need to know a lot about what is going to happen. So Yoni Z will be telling you everything you need to know on the next episode in just two short days of Twin Talk MN.